Hey guys, this is G and Christina, and you're listening to Radical Stepmoms, a podcast about the good, bad, and really ugly moments about raising a child that you didn't create. The two of us bonded over our stepmotherhood experiences, and we want our listeners to feel like you're sitting right here with us, drinking your beverage of choice, and going, yes, hell yes, me too. We get in-depth about the realities of co-parenting, the way stepmotherhood affects a marriage, the relationship with our stepkids, and most of all, navigating the relationship with ourselves. We get real and sometimes use profanity, so keep that in mind if you have little ears around. To make it simple, we'll always put the E for explicit in our title. So pour yourself a LaCroix, a glass of red, or whatever, and listen in on Radical Stepmoms. Hello, you are listening to Radical Stepmoms. This is Christina. And Gannette. Woo! I'm back! <laughs> You're back, yo! <laughs> yes. Yay! I've missed you so much. I know. Thank you. I missed you, too. It feels so good to be back. We see each other every day, but it's different when we're recording when together. We're recording. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited. Yeah, so we have two bottles of wine tonight. Mm-hmm, because this is... Gannette is back and she's ready to unpack. An episode 10! <laughs> An episode 10! <laughs> Yay! Yay! We're in double digits. Yeah. Which, honestly, it's like, it doesn't feel like it's 10. I feel like we've been doing it a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And if we were a podcast that recorded every week, like many other podcasts, mm-hmm. it would... But 10 is, I feel like, it's still worth celebrating. Absolutely. <laughs> so a lot, a lot has happened within the 10 episodes. Yes, so it we're, has. We're celebrating today. So, Gannette, in your um, time away from episodes, were you vacationing in a beautiful island, or mm-hmm. what exactly were you doing? Hell no. <laughs> I was not vacationing in a beautiful island, um, though I did have a mini vacation, but I'll get you to did, that later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, the last time I recorded an episode with you was late July. Mm-hmm. So, it's been a few months. And um, since then, I have been, my husband and I have been on quite the journey. Um, we have gone the legal route in terms of my stepdaughter. So, we have spent the last several months since June when the journey began um, fighting for, for our kiddo. And as a result of a lot of court dates and a lot of attorney fees, attorney fees and stress, stress and, and um, yeah, just a lot of layers, which um, I'm more than happy to share and mm-hmm. I look forward to sharing. Uh, but we currently have our kiddo full time. Yep. Seven days a week with visits uh, with her bio mom. Uh, a couple times a week mm-hmm. uh, without overnights. So and you, that is going from having her on mm-hmm. weekends. Mm-hmm. Went from Thursday evening to Sunday evening um, to every day. So I went from a half time to a full time stepmom with a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Oh, man. <clears throat> so what led you guys to starting this? like moving court stuff forward and making changes. Yeah. You know, this has been something that my husband and I have discussed for a long time. Um, and it was a huge decision to, to kind of come to, well, it's been since, since I've met him, since I dealt into this world of, you know, Mm -hmm. stepmotherhood, uh, this child has, you know, endured a lot, um, in terms of neglect, um, care, 
overall and just everything that we've seen and all the patterns that we've noticed um, when she's with her bio mom. In addition to that, without going into full details, um, bio mom is dealing with some personal stuff um, that I, you know, I don't want to disclose. But let's just say uh, legal. Mm-hmm. There's legal pieces to it. And um, I'm trying to think of the most clinically sensitive way of saying perhaps some improvement in the mental health and or substance use. Mm-hmm. That department. is, you are very kind. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> all of those pieces combined, we found it time to um, get our shit together and, and get buckle her, down. And, and get her out of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And get her out of an environment that's traumatic for her day to day. And mm-hmm. so we made that commitment. Late May, started the process in June with attorneys, and that's been our lives in addition to just adjusting to having a kid every day. Right. So um, as I want to talk about your kind of emotions with, like, I mean, because you would show up to court, right? Oh, yeah. Every single court date, Mm -hmm. um, a part of every single um, email uh, attorneys would send, our attorneys would send, um... Or phone calls uh, when I was available, so I. You're in all of it. All of it. Um, yeah, I. <laughs> I've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to go to law school. <laughs> there is a lot involved. I, I, I shout out to the attorneys out there. Mm-hmm. They work hard mm-hmm. and they collect hard too. Yeah, that's that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of writing. We've had to document a lot, you know. And I thought mm-hmm. documenting um, in our minds was one thing, but to document on paper mm-hmm. and to submit it as evidence and to submit it to the courts to you know support your you know what what allegations I guess right. or facts yeah. according yeah. to us. Uh, so uh, having and there to was a, a lot. there was a lot for you guys to document. A lot. Yeah. Absolutely. Actually, it's, it's quite it's quite unbelievable when you think about it, if, you know, and I, I've been in it, so I'm kind of used to the realities of what right. this kid has gone through and still goes through to a degree, mm-hmm. though she has limited time with her now. Um, but, you know, when, when sharing this story with anyone close to me, it's baffling to a lot of people to just really wrap their minds around how mm-hmm. a person just uh, doesn't want to put in the effort right. as a parent. So Yeah. And throughout this process, there was no evidence that she was, like, actually trying hard to fight for her. It was mm-hmm. her just showing up and being, like... Mm-hmm. And doing the bare is, minimum, yeah. if that. And we recognized some things that were uh, unhealthy or suspicious or unsafe. And this is a person that will never admit to, you know, maybe going through a tough time in her life or right. maybe having... Um, just not having the skills right now, mm-hmm. the ability to parent, to mother, um, the way that a child needs at, mm-hmm. at this age or any age. And really. isn't it crazy? I mean, I understand, I understand feeling like, you know, you're too proud to admit that you need help. Mm-hmm. I think everyone in some degree has that problem, but when it comes to you caring for your child mm-hmm. and it's obvious to everyone else, maybe, maybe not yourself, but when you need help caring for your child in the way that they deserve, mm-hmm. to just be honest with yourself and with everyone around you and be like, yo, I have some shit going on. Mm-hmm. 
could you please care? You know, could you take her an extra couple of days? Hey, I'm dealing with this right now. Could you like just that honesty piece, which mm-hmm. I feel like in the last episode, Jake and I, um, talked about it where that's like the biggest wish we have is if you were just, if, if these bio moms were just transparent mm-hmm. and were honest mm-hmm. and just said, yo, this is what's going on. We would have so much more respect for them. Right. Instead, they respond with deceit and lies and trying to cover it up. Defensiveness. Yeah. And it's not even your quote. It's not even your, um, mm-hmm. oh, what am I looking for? Business. business it's not or, even your business yeah yeah, yeah. and or it's, it's not even your kid i've been told you know what yeah I mean? so, and it's like it is our business mm-hmm. absolutely and and to add to that you know my husband tried to go a different route before mm-hmm. you know um having the support of the attorneys and, and going through this entire court process he reached out sent a lengthy email mm-hmm. that was drafted by the attorney but before we even started it, just saying hey listen Mm-hmm. This is what's going on, and this is what we'd like to do. And if you are able to meet us halfway and just compromise, because we know that there's some stuff happening, you know, I mean, we know. You, we gave, her, you yeah. gave her a way out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We gave her an out and said, before we go down this route, do you want to come to a halfway point and, and just, you know, mm-hmm. recognize that you're not able to do this right now? And, of course, she just ignored it. Mm-hmm. Ignored it. And when MIA, MIA per usual... And so then we, you know, we, we took it to the, took it to the courtroom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's unfortunate because if you would have just, if she would have just, you know, taken a moment to just do a little mm-hmm. bit of self-reflection, I know it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, she, it, it may, it may even look differently for her right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. So throughout the past couple months, I'm curious how, uh, your stepdaughter has coped, like. How much has she known that was going on? How has she made the transition? What's been difficult for her? Um, mm-hmm. What have been, you know, all that stuff. You know, it's amazing because she's she's a special kid. She's adjusted very well. She's very resilient. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is, um, surprisingly, because I've been waiting for the other shoe to drop, you know. When, when is t- the tantrum going to come or when are the behaviors going to be... Uh, noticeable, you know, and changing because of this huge change in her day to day. But she's adjusted very well. I think in our home, she's recognized the stability, the love, the routine, um, just the overall care that we provide. And she's adjusted very easily to that. Mm-hmm. The biggest, I think the biggest void for her from what she can communicate is her sister. So she has mm-hmm. a half sister um, who was once upon a time in a in our lives, that's a, I think I mentioned that probably in episode mm-hmm. three, I think, um, how that's changed now. But um, just being with her sister, going from seeing her sister day to day to now seeing her just a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. So that's been her biggest piece. Um, it's cute. She has, she has a ton of stuffies on her bed, but there's one in particular that is um, a big brown teddy bear um, with a heart. And that's her sister. She mm-hmm. calls that teddy. She calls the teddy by her sister's name so and she likes to cuddle with that teddy at night mm, so, that's good yeah it that's is a good, that's good coping mm-hmm. yeah yeah and um outside of that i think there was two times that i can remember specifically where she asked in the beginning when all this was happening why she wasn't able to sp- spend the night with her mom at her mm. mom's house um 
and currently her mom doesn't she's living in a home of extended family members so there's a lot of people in that home mm-hmm. um but my husband he's a little what's the word I hate to say he's trying to shelter, but he's trying to protect her. That's the, that's what I'm looking for. He's trying to protect her from the truth. But I, I think, you know, I had to have a conversation with him. I think we did it too much to where she wasn't getting um, an explanation as to what's going on. Mm-hmm. And yes, she recently turned six, so in her six-year-old brain, I had to give her the information because my, hus- my husband isn't as comfortable having this conversation or sure. doesn't know what word choices to use. Um, and how to describe it, but I've given her what her six-year-old mind can handle in terms of what's changed and why it's changed, Um, and I answer all her questions honestly when she does have them, and she's great. She's at the point now where she knows what days she's going Mm -hmm. with her mom, and she also knows that we pick her up at a specific time. Mm -hmm. So, And um, I, sorry to interrupt, I think one thing that I've noticed you do with her that, um, I want to commend you on is you do a really good job of explaining things to her in a way that protects her mm-hmm. because for a long time I think she thought that her experience was normal mm-hmm. and that what her mom was doing was okay right. and she would come to you guys and tell you oh this this and this mm-hmm. and you know you do a good job of being like what that's that's not okay like mm-hmm. it's not okay for you to you know not eat all day or right. you know have nowhere to sleep at night or right you know those things and now she has knowledge of that where she can advocate for herself mm-hmm. and giving a six-year-old that kind of power is huge yeah to where you still have to share her week to week mm-hmm. but when she goes over to that house still, she has you guys in the back of her head being mm-hmm. like, you know, I need to ask for food because no one's actually just going to give it to me. Right. Or, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that, that that's been a huge thing for her. Um, so good yeah. job. Good job, Mama. Thank you. I'm trying to teach her. I appreciate that. I'm trying to teach her how to advocate her, for herself at a very early age, which... It's unfortunate, right, that I have to have her advocate for herself in this way mm-hmm. in terms of being fed. Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> you know, just a simple thing. Right. I want her to be well, a strong the, kiddo. And I know that you're doing, you're, you know, trying to, in, you know, keep from bio mom bashing completely. But I think it's worth noting that it's like not just her not getting fed or like asking for it. It's that no one will do it. Mm-hmm. unless like no one will do it but yet when she's at your house mm-hmm. she'll ask for food she'll ask for her needs to be met absolutely she's gotten to the point where when she's there she knows that it's not even going to happen mm-hmm. so she doesn't even try mm-hmm. she doesn't try or she's uh fearful that she won't get the response that she hopes for in our home she does have meal times right mm-hmm. because we try to structure as most six-year-olds should yeah you know it's breakfast lunch and dinner of course during the school week she eats lunch at school which you know we pack and all that so she understands that but she also knows there's dinner time mm-hmm. and in our home she is and trust me y'all <laughs> mom when's dinner mom what am i having for dinner you know this that and the third and it's like that's great ask 
asked me as you right. see me in the kitchen preparing it what's going mm-hmm. on for dinner when she let me just put this into perspective for those listening she has visits a couple times during the week for a few hours after school by the time we get her and bring her back home it's 8 p.m she hasn't eaten since lunch at school so we're, we're thinking that lunch is if i remember correctly around 11 45 for these kindergartners and then she comes home and she's hungry. So this kid hasn't eaten from, let's say, noon mm-hmm. to 8 p.m., mm-hmm. right? And in a perfect world, she's already, she, should, she should already be in bed. Yeah. But we have to bathe her, get her ready, and then also give her a late dinner. Mm-hmm. So even in this current space that bio mom's in where she doesn't have overnights with her, with her daughter, she has very limited time with her, she's not even fulfilling the most basic of mm-hmm. basic needs. It's like as adults, when we're hungry, what do we do? We eat. Uh-huh. So I can't imagine what yeah. a kid's tummy feels like if they're just going all day on empty. Right. You know? Yep. So it's baffling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I think, I think she's done. I mean, the trauma that she's experienced and continues to experience, given that, I'd say that she's because of the way you and your husband are, that she's doing really well. <laughs> I like to think so, yeah. and I hope so. And I think that I try to think for about the future. She's mm-hmm. six now, but she's going to grow up. She's going to be an adolescent before we know it, and then a teenager, mm-hmm. and so forth. I don't want her to look back and say, we didn't tell her the truth, mm-hmm. or we kept her in the dark, or we kept her from... Her mom, because she didn't get to spend mm-hmm. the night. I want to give her enough information that her little brain and her little heart can handle. And as she gets older, it will become more clear. Mm-hmm. And she knows, and we remind her constantly, if you have any questions, come to us. We're going to be honest with you. You may not like the answer, but we're going to tell you mm-hmm. what the deal is. Because I don't want her to be resentful later. Mm-hmm. Yep. As much as we can help it. Yeah. You know? Yep. So... So through it all, how has it been with your husband? What have, what have been the ups and downs there? Uh, the ups are definitely that he knows his daughter is safe every day and in the same bed every night and being cared for the way she should be. So that's a definite up um, because for a while, for years, a few years, he was feeling out of control. You know, there's only so much she can do on the days mm-hmm. she wasn't with him or with us. Right. And then when you guys did have her, it was survival mode. It mm-hmm. was maintenance. It mm-hmm. was... Damage control. Yeah, damage yeah. control. Mm-hmm. The lice treatments and mm-hmm. just... Yep, the lice treatments and just the, the adjusting from an environment where you could do whatever you want and fall asleep at whatever time and eat candy for dinner or what have you to, you know, do you have lice this week? Mm-hmm. This is what time we go to bed in this home, you know, and just... That overall, you know, safety mm-hmm. and structure that we wanted to provide. So he's happy about being with her every day and her being with us every day. Um, challenges have been an adjustment. I think overall he hasn't been a full-time dad in some years. Mm-hmm. So uh, now she's school age. So that means that there's morning, ru- <laughs> morning routines involved, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not just you wake up and get yourself ready for work. It's... Five days a week, she has to go to kindergarten. We got to get her up, get her breakfast, get her, you know, there's a nighttime routine before that, that she's getting adjusted to, we're all getting adjusted to, and then there's a morning time routine. And 
my husband, bless his heart. <laughs> he thinks now I'm you can say anything because you said bless his heart. I know. You can say whatever. Anything. Yeah, it doesn't matter. This man thinks I'm superwoman. And listen, mm-hmm. we're capable of a lot, right? As yep. women, as stepmoms, moms, we can do a lot. We can juggle yeah. a lot. We can multitask like no one's business. But, you know, I've had to do some prompting and reminding. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Little kick in the ass mm-hmm. from time to time that. This is a reality that he's he's fought for. We're fighting for. You got to get on board. Yep. Because I can't do it all. Yeah. I know. Because now happy. you're a full time stepmom. Mm-hmm. So you guys are both in it. But just because you're good at packing lunches doesn't mean you should be the only one doing it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and just because I get up first doesn't mean that I need to always help with the morning routine. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, get your tail up. Mm-hmm. Pour that bowl of cereal or whatever's for breakfast and mm-hmm. and help out so that. Because trying to get a little person ready, which I'm learning, and yourself ready mm-hmm. at the same time, yep. and get out of the house at the same time, mm-hmm. <laughs> props to all the moms. I mean, really. Yeah. So it's been a huge learning curve for me, and um, we're getting better at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're getting better. But um, what other adjustments? I mean, I think... I think just, just the routine. I mean, there were some days where it was just him and I, and that's no longer Yeah, you guys reality. don't have your alone time anymore. Mm-hmm. 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 There's no alone time. So even when she does go on a visit on the Saturdays for a few hours mm-hmm. during the afternoon, and that's when we try to squeeze in Yeah, you make the most of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. For him and I. So that's been a huge adjustment, I think, um, for both of us is having those three days we had together mm-hmm. and now... There's three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for more, for other people that are going through court stuff or that their, you know, custody is going to be changing, what advice would you give? Oh, man. That's a loaded question. <laughs> Run! <laughs> <laughs> Run and don't look back. You know, I, like, again, like, we get these DMs sometimes, and it's, you know, these, these women who are dating men with kids, and it's, like, really hard, like, Mm -hmm. I've been honest, I've been real honest with a couple of them, and been like, girl, run. Yeah. (laughs) Run now. Yep. There's too many red flags. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. walked down the aisle yet, then walked the other way. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And, And don't get me wrong, there are moments, there are moments, and I will be candid, here where I I'm thinking to myself what the fuck am I doing mm-hmm. what the hell was I thinking yeah you know yeah my life could look a different way well especially especially I mean in any scenario if you're not going through court stuff anytime mm-hmm. you get something like you're living your life you're in it with your family you're in it with your husband and then boom you get a text message you get a phone call mm-hmm. you run into her mm-hmm. you you know get an email or something and it's just like a knife was thrown at you mm-hmm. and you're like fuck mm-hmm. like this bitch can just like interrupt my day right. and at least for me like sometimes i have to like do some breathing exercises <laughs> to just not let it get me all pissed off. And when you're in the court stuff and you're, it's like, can now I- you're, you're getting to layers of finance. Yeah. You know, and then on top of that, it's, 
in addition it's like bitch you're get, you're getting into my bank account now my, okay. now it's personal it's, per, it's so personal it's so personal the fight the cause for what we're fighting for is huge right mm-hmm. but it really does it really does make an impact and you know when i look back i'm thinking oh you know dating a man with kids it's going to be a challenge there's there are going to be hurdles but i didn't realize that i was going to step into a situation where there's a bi mom that just don't give a damn Mm-hmm. But then she's still in the picture, right? Right. Yep. So it's like, choose one. Either either help out and actually be a mom mm-hmm. to this kid mm-hmm. or, you know, just exit stage left. You're right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But no, you're just, you're, you're doing damage and then, I, and then mm-hmm. I'm coming in and he's coming in and we're trying to repair that. Yeah. Um, so to go back to the advice, and this is going to sound corny, but I'm going to start by saying this. <laughs> Communicate. I know it sounds no, corny, no, that's... but you have to be honest. Mm-hmm. And some of the conversations that I've had to, with my husband, and sometimes I'll text him because I will just have an emotional moment at work. One time I was at the nail shop and I'm like, I've just had it. I'm getting a pedicure. And I'm like, I just went in on this text where I just let it all, I unloaded. Mm-hmm. And he is very receptive to it. And I think that... Which uh, is huge. It is. And being true to yourself. Uh Because if I keep this within me or share it with my friends or whomever, that's one thing, right? But then sharing it with the person that you're doing this with. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. That's huge. So I'm blessed in the fact that I do have a husband that is receptive. It's not always easy for him to hear. But like, hey, and and that's how I am. I keep it real. Sometimes Mm -hmm. he's probably like, I wish you just wouldn't say that, but I have to. Mm -hmm. I just can't. Mm -hmm. Um. Finances, you know, are huge in, in any, I think, marriage, in any relationship. And it can be the cause for a lot of conflict. So I think that when you're making this decision, know the sacrifices that you're making. Mm-hmm. Know that it can't always be... I could have easily said to my husband, you pay for it all. Mm-hmm. This, this has nothing to do with me. But that's not what I signed up for. I right. love him. We're partners. We're life partners, so if we're doing this, we're doing this together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, he might be, a lot of his financial income might be going towards it, but that means I got to step up in other ways, mm-hmm. right? So we have to work as a partnership. Um, and it's not been easy. You know, there's been some goals that we've had that we've had to put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, um, so that communicating about finances, I think that's a big thing. It makes people uncomfortable. Who the hell wants to talk about money? I told you that. I told you that yeah. today. Yeah. Who the hell wants to talk about money? Cause We'd it, be talking about money. I'd be like, Ganetta, I'm really nervous about talking to you about money. It's uncomfortable. I think with any, in any, di- in any dynamic, it can be uncomfortable because it's money, right? But, you know, yeah. talk about it. Um, put it all out there um, and um, set your boundaries. Respect your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Follow your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And which is one of the reasons why you kind of step back from being on episodes because mm-hmm. well for one there were a lot of weeks that were just like crazy because you were still figuring out scheduling and there you had mm-hmm. court dates and attorney stuff and so like yeah. it was stepping back and being able to know yourself enough to mm-hmm. ask for what you need right and I did that and you were receptive with that I said you know I, mm-hmm. I don't I need to take a time out I gotta mm-hmm. figure this stuff out mm-hmm. at home my head's not in the game right now mm-hmm. and once I start to feel a sense of stability mm-hmm. I'm gonna get back in it but right now I have to sort a lot of things out yeah and that and it's like you do, 
we love this platform, but you also don't want to like him come in on an episode and just put it all on blast and be like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to blah, blah, which I ain't going to lie. Maybe we'll have an episode like that. <laughs> Trust me. I wish I could record after every court date, but I was like, okay, I need to decompress another <laughs> Um, and I think lastly, just self-care. I mean, again, they may, that may be overdone and what have you, but you can never take care of yourself enough. Um, so I, I, you know, I take care of myself in my ways, whether it's watching my shows, having my cab, glass of cab. Um, I got in a quick girls trip in September to Vegas and that was much needed. Mm-hmm. Um, she got you, so you got yourself a slutty dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had to get it right and get out there and remind yourself <laughs> that there's more to life than that hoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, how did how so? I think in the stepmom world, you mentioned self care. Self care, in the stepmom world, it's like essentially you come into this situation where you are a, you can jump in with both feet, and for those that do, myself included, it's you're supporting your partner at that point. It's mm-hmm. oh, you have this child. Let me help you let me be a part of this kid's life let me do all this stuff and then it gets to a point where it's like okay but what about my needs and like what about how i'm processing all this and then that's when the relationships really are like oh shit like this is real life so you in this scenario were huge support to your husband mm-hmm. and financially emotionally you know um you were the brains behind a lot of the declarations mm, to the court I wrote many hours <laughs> many late hours writing yeah and so how did your husband support you you kind of spoke a little bit to it but mm-hmm. how did your husband honor you and show he appreciated you through all this my husband is um he's he's really sweet he wears his emotions on his sleeves way more than i am he yeah. can He's a puddle. He is. He's just a gushy man. He's we sweet. need to have him on the on I know, an episode. Gosh, he might yeah. cry. He really is. He does a lot of um, a lot of affirmations. A lot of reminding me how important I am to him, to you Your know our kiddo. Mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how he could not have done this without my support, without my love. Um, there are many a flowers, <laughs> you know, brought home. Um, <laughs> Uh, many a massages given. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Um, he de- definitely he has his way of making sure that he checks in to say I see you, mm-hmm. and I couldn't do this without you. And he's he probably tells me that once a week. I could literally cannot do this without you. Mm-hmm. And I know he could. He could. Yeah. He's capable. Mm-hmm. He's capable. But it's nice to hear that, and it's nice mm-hmm. to be reminded that. While I'm writing declarations for our attorney stuff, because let's be honest, I'm the better writer of the two of us, <laughs> you know, but you know, he's, you know, he might be pouring me my glass of wine mm-hmm. or he might go pick me up some pho to go because mm-hmm. I just want some soup because mm-hmm. I love soup. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever I ask of him in that moment, he's willing and ready to do. So I think, um, yeah, he just, he does, his love languages are different than mine. So he definitely does a good job of practicing his love languages. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's how, that's how you take care of me. And mm-hmm. yeah, 
So what does it look like now for the future? Like this um, arrangement, is this permanent? Is this, um, what's, what's, what's next? The next chapter will be, this will be our schedule for the next few months. Uh, we're looking at a next court date right after the holidays, probably a little after the new year. Um, the next phase for bio mom, should she comply with court orders, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, would be that she could take her visitations from no overnights to having step kiddo every other weekend. So that would mean she has overnights again. Overnight. Still some limited time, but still enough time to, you know, be in her life and mm -hmm. have her with her for a couple of days in a row um, and spend more time with her. But again, that's that's conditional on whether she applies or not, uh, or excuse me, complies or not. So that's the next phase of this chapter, and we'll see what happens in January. Mm -hmm. um, for the holidays, that's that's a tricky time right now. That's yeah, coming up. Your parenting plan is so weird. It is. It's weird. <laughs> so you know, she does have her for a couple of the holidays coming up, um, but again, that's conditional on whether she complies or not. So mm -hmm. here's a fun fact. It's hard to plan. Right? Yeah. It's hard to plan for the holidays mm -hmm. because in one breath we can say, oh, we don't have her Thanksgiving, for example, mm -hmm. unless she fucks up. Right. So we have to really tread lightly with how we plan because you can't say, I don't have my kid. I do have my kid this year. Right. It's well, not permanent. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. set soon. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so we'll see. I mean, it's up in the air. What we've committed to is saying we know what's happening between now and January and you know let's just stay on track and mm -hmm. yeah you guys have had had have had to be very flexible because a lot of a lot has been up in the air mm -hmm. for several months mm -hmm. yeah but you finally yeah. reached a point where at least for a couple months you get some stability yeah at least we have um, a routine mm -hmm. we know where she's at every day we know what you know what the deal is and um, you know, there's a lot of things to be thankful for. You know, your relationship, your friendships, and your job. I'm just going to put it out there, y'all. Yeah. Thank you for my job. I'm not going to say where I work, but let's just say, <laughs> as clinicians in the social work field, mm -hmm. um, you know, helping people day to day is one thing, and then also having enough flexibility in your job to help your family is another. Right. And yes. that's huge, and I don't take Shout out to our supervisors. Seriously, <laughs> shout out to our supervisors. I wish I could say their names, but much love <laughs> and respect for uh -huh. knowing that life happens. Yep. And yeah. uh, I don't know that I could do it if I was in a different position. Or yeah. if I was at my last job. Right. Lord yeah. knows. I worked in a psych hospital. I couldn't do it. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> so, um... But yeah, so that's what our next chapter yeah. looks like. So mm -hmm. we'll see in January. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for unpacking that. It's unpacked. That's what you've been up to. That's what I've been up to, guys. But I'm back now. Yeah. I'm back now. Um, so we wanted to also chat about... Um, well, I guess school has started. It's been in progress <laughs> Now for... I'm rolling my eyes because you guys can't see me, but I'm rolling. A couple months. <laughs> so, you know, if you have school-age kids, you know, you know what that's like. And um, I think it was right when school started, we talked on stories and on our Instagram feed a little bit about how 
to communicate with schools about blended families and how you handle like teacher conferences and all that stuff. So I have a couple stories. Do share. <laughs> tell, um, oh, based on these things and to, yeah. So I'm just going to. Wherever will you start? Where, where should I start? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'll give a little backstory, and then I'm going to talk about uh, something that happened a couple days ago with my stepson, which just fucking makes me livid. Mm. Um, so, well, yeah, so my stepson has started a new school. For some reason, his school stops at is like K through 2, mm. and so then he had to go to a new school for third grade, which is just so weird. But Is that through sixth grade now, or would that be through <sighs> the fifth grade? Because some elementary schools yeah. are going to sixth grade now. Yeah, I don't even, I honestly don't even know. Okay. Three, four, five. I think it's fifth grade. Okay. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, so we don't really know this school. Um, and he's on an IEP, an individualized education plan, and which means he has, you know, a diagnosis of, um, a diagnosis that allows him to have special accommodations while he's in school. So. In his old school, he had way more accommodations because he was considered more high needs, but mm-hmm. he like, quote unquote, graduated out of those particular accommodations, moving on into this new school, which I completely disagreed with. Um, I was in that meeting, sitting right across from Biomom. What? Wait, sorry, not to interrupt uh-huh. you. Why did you disagree? I disagreed because they were basing his now skills... Um, based on how he was at the end of the year with teachers he knew, teachers he was comfortable with, classrooms he was comfortable with. He was in a specialized classroom and then like for the first maybe half hour of school and then he would walk over to his mainstream classroom and then spend the rest of his day there. And so by the end of the school year, they were like, he doesn't even need to go to a specialized classroom anymore. He should just stay in his mainstream because he, you know, he's doing really well. Well, of course he's doing really well. He's been there for several months. He knows his teacher now. He knows the kids in the class. He knows what to expect. Like that's straight up a part of his disability. Like Mm -hmm. his anxiety levels decrease when he knows what to expect. Mm -hmm. So if he's less anxious, he doesn't act out. He doesn't have the behavioral issues, all these things. So they're like, sure, let's take him off this you know, these accommodations and push him into a new school where he's going to have a new teacher. Oh boy. And I'm like, (laughs) are you fucking kidding me? But you know, I was kind of like, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and see where this takes us. And so now he's in this new classroom, new school. We used to get like progress reports every day, um, letting us know, Hey, he did really well here. He kind of struggled here. This is what happened. And we don't get that now. And so I'm left to pick him up and he's in the back seat. Hey, bud, how was your day? I don't know. Okay. Well, what did you do at recess today? Because I always start with recess because that's what he's most interested in. Oh, I, you know, played on this way. Okay, cool. Did you have music today? Like, it's like pulling teeth. And mm-hmm. part of it is because he's eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other part of it is he struggles verbally. Mm-hmm. His verbal skills are, you know, still developing. He doesn't know how to word fine. He doesn't know how, like, his 
timeline is very like he can't understand what was yesterday or he can't help to like say one time and we're like one time one time was yesterday dude like mm. you know like that was so it's very hard to like we have to really really massage the conversation and then sometimes he just gets really irritated because he's like why are you it's like you're prying, yeah. prying or right. you know why are you interrogating me about my fucking day yeah <laughs> so then i'm like so I ask him, you know, okay, bud, do you just want me to leave you alone? You know, just want me to put on some music. Yes, yes, okay. I'll talk to you later. So <laughs> it's kind of what we do. But um, anyway, so we don't get these progress notes anymore. And then we had to, like, there's been a couple times already in the past month or so where Biomom has forwarded us an email from the school because we weren't on it, even though we had told them straight up, like, look, there's two households. Yeah. Here's her email. Here's our email. Like you need to include double copies, like all this stuff. And this is where, you know, I'm sure blended families out there are listening. Like this <laughs> is where it's like, really teachers? It's 2000 fucking 19. Divorce rates are 50, 50. Mm-hmm. Like you, un- you shouldn't understand now and be able to accommodate making two copies. Right. Like I'm sorry if you're if there's teachers out there listening, mm-hmm. I urge you to DM me <laughs> or to email and please explain to me how this works right. from an education standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like I need to understand. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, all that to say, it's been a struggle, which leads me to my story. So what was it? Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. Friday, um, pick up my son. He doesn't say really much about anything about his day. Um, we get home, I have dinner cooking and then we had, we got some like Halloween decorations that we were putting up and my husband walks in the door, you know, it's always dad, you know, you know, whatever. My husband says to him, bud, how was your day? He responds, which I had already asked him. But I already told you guys what it's like when we're in the car. So dad asks, and he's like, well, I got really stressed at school today. Mm. And I immediately stop what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh. That's more information you told me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, what happened, buddy? And he was like, well, I got really stressed out in class, and I had to call my mom. And I'm like, you did what now? You talked to who now? Mm. Why now? Right. And I'm like, buddy, like, why did, what do you mean you talked to your mom? Was she at the school? Well, no, no. And he doesn't say, no, I talked to her on the phone. He said, no. I'm like, okay. Did you talk to her on the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to her on, yeah, I talked to her on the phone. Okay. How did that all happen? Why were you stressed out in school? How did, I'll save you guys the story, but it took about 45 minutes to finally get the story out. And he got upset because he thought he was in trouble. Mm-hmm. He felt interrogated. I've taught him enough where he has asked for space when he needs time. That's so great. that had happened where he was like, mom, I need some space. I need, and, you know, and so then he finally came and talked to me. So turns out he, they were doing a assignment or they were doing an activity in class where they were asked to talk about their families. And he got really upset because he has two homes Hmm. and he doesn't understand why he has two homes. And he, so he got really upset and the teacher, I guess, prompted him and was like, 
do you want to call your mom for a pep talk? Now, totally understand him calling his mom. That's fine. What I didn't like was the school didn't notify us that our son had a behavioral meltdown. Right. At 9.30 in the morning. An hour after he starts An school. hour after he starts school. We didn't hear anything from the school. Still haven't heard anything from the school. And bio mom didn't even fucking tell us. She spoke to him mm-hmm. at 9.30 in the morning. It's now 6.30 at night, and we haven't heard from her. So I immediately <laughs> tell my husband, we need to text her. We have to text her. Right. I want to know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I formulated this very nice, nice text message using his phone. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I said, hi, our son told us that he had an assignment in class today that was very upsetting to him. They were talking about family. Um, he mentioned that he spoke to you over the phone. Care to share anything about your conversation with him? Mm-hmm. Send. She did not reply right away. She didn't reply until I think like 11 a.m. the next day. And it was, you know, very like, yes, I spoke with him around 930 in the morning because, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, she said that she assured him that, you know, we have, you know, that he has two homes because multiple people love him, which is actually what he had told us, too, of, well, my mom said that, you know, you, you share me. Hmm. Um, so he was just having a really hard time with it. And I had, you know, that night I had a conversation with him and he, and he was just really distraught. And it was like, I just don't, I just, I just want to live together. Why can't all of us live together? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had, he has jokes. <laughs> and I was just like, a part of me was like, oh, you're so sweet and innocent and you have no idea what's actually going on, which is great on our part. If right. he has no fucking clue how much we do not get along, mm-hmm. then we're doing it right. You are. Good job. But I, but I looked at him and I was like, honey, sweet, sweet boy of mine. <laughs> I said, you know how different our houses are? You know, like, you know how different we are and that's something that you struggle with? And he's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, that's why we can't all live together. <laughs> like, that was the nicest way I could put it. Kudos we're, to you. We're just fucking different. Straight up. Oh, man. So it's like, God, he's been doing this his entire life. He has no recollection of his parents ever being together. Right. Ever. <coughs> Excuse me. And he still struggles with being in two homes. <coughs> Excuse me, guys, having a coughing fit. Well, Sorry. drink the wine. That'll right? help. Right? That'll help. <laughs> Time out. Okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, turn Sorry down your volume. It's going to get loud. <laughs> no. <sighs> Sorry, you were saying he struggles. He struggles. Months. He's yeah. eight years old. He's been doing this for eight years. And he still struggles. Here is the tidbit of information that I find interesting. She's dating someone new. Oh. And this often happens, given her history, when she's dating someone new. What often happens? His struggle with going back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's because maybe she's spending more time with her new boo instead of him when she has him. I don't know if 
he's jealous of the new situation. I don't, I don't know. I, what I do know and will, you know, I understand that our homes are, are very different and I totally can empathize with the reasons why he struggles where, like I've talked about it in several episodes, he is the only child when he's at her house. Mm-hmm. She has what I think she, she gives him more undivided attention. And when he's in our house, it's like, yeah, dude, you have a little sister mm-hmm. and you share things and you're expected to be respectful and you're expected to ha- where we have dinner at the table. We don't watch TV every night. Mm-hmm. Um, our house is different. You would think that a kid his age would be happy to have a really big room full of toys and be right next to a huge TV that he could easily sneak and watch whatever he wants. He's not yet that sophisticated. (laughs) We have five acres of property. He can play on a swing. He can run around, play Nerf guns. He can do whatever he wants. We have, you know, a... We have a nice home that, that, I mean, it's I'm not saying we have a nice home. I mean, it's, it's a home. It's a nice family home. It's a family home. Yeah. And his mom's, she has what she can afford at this point mm-hmm. and what fits her at this point. No disrespect to her, where, how she's living right now. I will say though, it's much better than what she, where she was like four years ago when she was sharing a bed with him, living in some house, renting a room. But now she's, she has an apartment, two-bedroom apartment. He has a room right down the hallway from her. Mm-hmm. They share a bathroom. Like, it's a smaller... And, and that I can re- understand at this point in his life. Like, he appreciates that intimacy and mm-hmm. appreciates that, you know, her room is, like, right next to his. And it's like, sorry, dude. Like, our houses are different. Right. Like, I'm sorry you go downstairs to your room. Our room is upstairs. Like, this is just the way that it is. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and his room is lit up, and it has a lot oh, of yeah. just he, accommodations. He acts like he's in, the, in a basement with <laughs> dripping pipes and shit. Like, no. Cold and just Yeah. Dark. I paint, His walls are blue. He has Avengers posters, and mm-hmm. he has Legos everywhere. What, what it really is, what she actually had said, was... Um, when he was still upset and we were kind of debriefing in the kitchen, he like was like, well, I want that room back. And he's pointing to his sister's room mm-hmm. because when we were pregnant, it was, Hey dude, you're getting a big boy bed. You're getting a big boy room. Cause we were making his little, like it was, I mean a little, it's a little room. We were making it the nursery. And I don't know if he feels like he was replaced in some way or mm-hmm. if he legit liked that room. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of reframed it for him. I was like, dude, You'd have to get rid of like half your toys to fit in that room. Yeah. Do you want to get rid of all your Legos? Well, no. <laughs> well, then you're staying in the room. Yeah. <laughs> like, with all the toys. With all the toys. With your desk, with your Nerf guns, with your puzzles and books. Like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, but... Um, There's got to be more to it. I, yeah, room, I, feel, I feel like it, it has to be more to it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's cyclical. It's every time there's something going on in her life. And um, I will say, though, that... This particular issue with him that night caused a rift with my husband and I, mm-hmm. because he gets butt hurt, just like I do. 
Like, you know, it's like, oh, he's complaining because he doesn't want to be here. And it's hard to hear that. It's hard to feel like you're the house that he doesn't want to be at, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm 50-50. Which is, this isn't always the case. I mean, he's, so that happened Friday night. Come Sunday night when he's getting ready to go to sleep, knowing that he's going to wake up in the morning and leave and Mm -hmm. go to his mom's. He's hugging me. Mom, I'm going to miss you so much. Mom, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to go. I, I just want to stay with you. And it's like, God, man, you're, you fuck with my emotions, kid. Like, yeah. And that's because <laughs> they're kids and they don't know how to process their yeah. emotions, right? Right. So he may be thinking X, Y, and Z is happening at, at his mom's house or what have you. But right. all he can connect it to is that he'd rather have a different room in your, in your house. Right. So, yeah. So in that email that Biomom sent us, she said that she wants to have a conversation. Now, for those who have listened to these episodes and stuff, we currently have what we call a parallel parenting situation where we have not been participating in weekly emails. We haven't been, we, we just limited distance and we created distance to save ourselves because it was just getting too much to be too much. Um, so she emails and she says, you know, I really think that we need to have a conversation about what he's saying to both of us. So, you know, I think he's picking up on the tension that we have. We haven't, uh, resolved the argument from months ago when you decided to change from co-parenting to parallel parenting, which my husband and I both looked at each other and we're just like, what argument is she talking about? Are you talking about the last eight years? Since it was born? <laughs> yeah. Because there was no like straw like that, you know, create, it was just like your accumulated negligence and right. straight up like not being a teammate in any of this. I was, and the email read like she wanted to have a relationship with him. And I have to say it made me a little bit nauseated. Your husband. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. wasn't that email as you shared with me earlier mm-hmm. this week, mm-hmm. written for him. Oh, yeah. It was addressed to him. to him. Yeah, when when sometimes she'll be like, hey, Chris and Jake, or, you know, hey, guys, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she It was just addressed to him, mm-hmm. which she has told me in the past. Um, she's told me directly, and she said in emails to him of, I want to work on our relationship. She's asked me to step back so they can work on their relationship because I don't know of all the history that and all the things that they need to work through. Which my husband always responds with, this is not a relationship. This right. is an arrangement. Mm-hmm. We do not have a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I know there's some families that may think differently, but with Everyone's all... situation is different. Yeah, with all the shit that, that, that's happened, like it's, it's not... My husband has his ideal of what he wishes the arrangement could be. Um, I am fully, I I hope that they can reach that, but her thoughts have distorted in how they're going to get there. Mm -hmm. So all that to say tomorrow. Oh gosh, it's tomorrow. (laughs) My husband and I will be joining bio mom for the teacher conference. Because, again, this teacher does not understand what we mean when we say we want two separate appointments. So she scheduled one appointment, 
but gave us double the time. So well, how does that work? I mean, it's just we all more... show up. We just okay. have more time to talk oh. because there's more people. Hmm. And it's like a little irritating because it was bio mom that scheduled it. And so we're like, well, we have to listen to what you, we have to go on your schedule and when you're available. Right. But yeah, so that'll be tomorrow. Um, I mean, we saw her the first day of school, but, um, yeah, we try not to see her. That's why we, which is interesting because you, you said in the email, she brought up the tension mm-hmm. between herself and you guys in the co-parenting or the parallel parenting situation. Mm-hmm. You barely interact with one another. Mm-hmm. You don't, I mean, your exchanges happen at the, at the after school, before and after school care mm-hmm. facility that you guys use. So. And it's always done strategically in public, so I won't hit her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't get me, don't find me in an alley, bitch. Don't find me in an alleyway. Oh, that's what I'm saying all day long. Don't let me catch you by yourself. No. <laughs> Just kidding, I have a license to uphold. But you know. <laughs> One can fantasize. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, oh um, no. So that, that, tomorrow's going to be interesting Yeah, for tomorrow's going to be, and I, it's, it's, I've talked, I think, I, again, I have to do breathing techniques. I get so anxious when I have to see her because she's so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she says really inappropriate things or she'll straight up dismiss me or whatever. And, um, even though I've been doing this for five years, it's still like, God, and that's when, that, and that's like when, that's what I'm talking about when I post, you know, these things on our, our feed of don't let her get you. Mm-hmm. Like, just keep on, keep it on. Cause it's, it, and I have to tell myself that because she can totally derail my day and get me all worked up. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll make me second guess my role and it's like, ugh. yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to have that balance and just maintain mm-hmm. what you want to maintain mm-hmm. because it can, I mean, we're human, right? Uh-huh. We got this, but then something can just, yeah, know, take us off track. Yeah. Oh, the other thing she said in her email, I forgot to mention, she was like, I really think, you know, it'd be beneficial for him to start counseling again. I'm sorry, what? Duh, didn't you bring that up a long uh, time ago? Yeah, that was the whole fucking reason we started this parallel parenting thing, bitch, because we had him in counseling and you neglected to take him. Right. And now you're bringing it up like it's your goddamn idea? Yeah. Why? Why does she do that? <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh my God. And she and she's like... Now it sounds better because it's coming from her. Yes, heart. uh-huh. And she... Are you open to that? That was her question. Are you open to that? We, we should get him counseling again. Are, you, are we open to that? I'm sorry. It was my insurance I was paying for the last one. Right. And may I add that, of course, you're open to it. You're a clinician. You're a yeah, social worker. Right? No, yeah. No, I don't believe in therapy. No. Yeah. Do not get him help and resources. Just tie him to a tree. He'll get yeah. over it. What? We yeah. thought about doing that. Oh, God. You know, for the potty training issues. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So that will be my day tomorrow. Is that happening after work in the evening? Yeah. Five yeah. fifteen mm. Pacific Standard Time. So we throwing out goodbye. Yeah. So we, <laughs> think of me around that time. 
all those stepmom vibes. This will be aired by then. So all those are listening, please send me good vibes. Send me a message. Mm -hmm. If you've listened, (laughs) I'm going to need the extra love. She might be playing nice Uh, because she has a new man. Maybe. I hope she brings him. I want that kind of drama. Oh, my God. I would. You know, I want something new. Like this. Isn't he like one month new? We don't know how long this guy's been uh, yeah, around. that's true. You don't know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm hoping... Yeah, I want her to throw me some new material. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I'm tired of seeing the same shit. Mm-hmm. Like, keep me on my toes. Yeah. If she doesn't bring him, she'll be sure to bring him up. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 She seems to tell you guys about her life more than, more than is needed. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, where she can be a complete snake mm-hmm. one minute, but then the next when she has something good going on mm-hmm. in her life, she wants to tell us all about it. Right. Or something bad going on in her life, she wants to tell us all about it. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, this is not a friendship. She doesn't know which direction she wants yeah, to Yeah, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. No, because as soon as she doesn't get her way, she revokes all of it, and then she doesn't understand why we don't want to talk to her. Yeah. Like, I mean, duh. Like, really? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> The school thing is frustrating. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't understand. So, I'm hoping that it gets better. I plan on laying some shit out in the teacher conference um, and and explaining what happened last week and being like, this is not okay. And is it possible to get some updates, like emails or something? Like, <laughs> their communication sucks. Yep. Yep. And. Sh- Biomom has somewhat of a um, advantage because she takes them to school every morning. Mm-hmm. Our schedule does not accommodate that, and so we rely on communication from the school. Mm-hmm. And she's able to have you know one-on-one conversation with the teacher, or you know, whatever, run into someone or something. And um, if she's not going to reach out to us, like here's the thing: I don't want to have a relationship because I feel like. I'm going to just point out, I feel like I'm kind of contradicting myself. I don't want to have a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear about, you know, her trips to Wisconsin or Michigan or where the fuck she's going. I don't need to know, you know, about... How special uh, her new relationship spe- is. Yeah, I don't need to know about all of that. I care about our kid. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to you contacting us to let us know that he had an emotional meltdown at school and he's having a hard time, yeah. that's pertinent information. Yeah. Like, that's when I want you to let us know something. Do I need to know, oh, you bought him new Band-Aids and you want us to get the same Band-Aids? That's just not necessary. No. I don't need to know that they're on sale at Walgreens. (laughs) Like, she's legit fucking sent shit like that. I do love Walgreens, though. You know, they have nice things. They do. They have good sales. They do. They do. <laughs> they have a really good hair section. Oh, yeah. So. But the school thing, just to, just to give a snippet of my world really fast about yeah. that. Because Cause you're new completely. This is kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. So really quick, during the court proceedings, um, we both, bio mom registered her at a school closer to her home. We live about 35 minutes away from each other. Um, and then we registered her, our kiddo, at a, a local school in our county, um, or in our city. And um, basically, to make a long story short, the judge... 
That was the only bone he threw at her. That was the only bone he threw. I mean, yes, he he you know took away a lot of a lot of uh, things in regards to her parenting, but he was insistent that our kid goes to school closer to her. Well, for the basis of her going to school with her her older sister. sister, yeah, her older sister who's in third grade. Um, so needless to say, it's been hectic because we're driving this kid thirty five to forty five minutes, depending on the day. Um, Outside of the two days where she has visits where bio mom picks her up and takes her to school or uh, her assistants who help drive mm. her. Mm-hmm. But we won't go down that route. Um, Let's just say she can't drive herself. She, yeah, she can't drive right now. <laughs> With that being said, the school has... Well, let me say this. This is how you know after almost four years into this that she still is not on board with my role. Mm. When we registered her, there's a crap ton of paperwork, right? right. When a kid gets into to, uh, kindergarten. Of course, our household's listed, my husband and I, and then there's information about her that we had to list because like it or not, she's bio mom. And though mm-hmm. she doesn't have overnight, she still should she be She has listed. rights, yeah. She has rights to her child. On the paperwork that she filled out because during the court's you know, pr- process, we were able to see all the, you know, the paperwork that was filled out. I wasn't on that paperwork. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, uh, did a half-assed job of filling out my husband's information. So, needless to say, we don't feel as happy and excited about the school decision, but we're hopeful that changes at the top in the new year. Um, with that being said, the school does a poor job, even though we've talked to the teacher. Mm-hmm. I've talked to her. I pulled her aside. My husband's talked to her just the other day. Email has been sent. They are not on board with this you know, this uh, two-household situation. Mm-hmm. My husband got a call earlier today, for example, saying that the kiddo has a field trip tomorrow. What in the hell? Yeah. She has a field trip and... You know they've it. known about this for a long time. Right. <laughs> Which means that she probably sent paperwork on the day she went to Bio Mom's house. Mm-hmm. And so Nothing Bio was Mom communicated to you. probably didn't do anything. Um, and the reason the teacher called my husband is because we, she hadn't gotten permission. So we are in the dark. Bio mom is neglectful. She's not right. responding to... She probably doesn't even know. She just doesn't care to look. She, she doesn't open... You know what I mean? And, and here's, here's the deal. So my kiddo decides that she wants to have two backpacks, which is fine. I'm not going to fight her on it. Sure, it can be confusing, but she has a backpack that's at her mom's house, and then she has a backpack that's at our house, and she's okay with it, and she wants it to be that way, which is fine. However, it's not her responsibility mm-hmm. to juggle the information and to deliver it to us. She's only six and in kindergarten. But it's really disappointing when we get a call today at 4 p.m. on whether or not she can go to a field trip. Of course she can. Mm-hmm. But, like, it just makes you feel not as involved as you'd want to yeah. be. I yeah. mean, hell, I want to go. Can mm-hmm. I be a chaperone? Right. Can I volunteer at the pumpkin patch tomorrow? I think that'd be awesome. Right. These are moments that... You know, I would want to be a part of, mm-hmm. and um, it's uh, it just it, it's tricky, and I don't know. It's once again you're relying on someone else to communicate something, so you can be the parent you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have known that this filter was happening at least a week ago, if not before, mm-hmm. and then I could have maybe, you know, mm-hmm. messed around with the idea of you know juggling my schedule and going with her, whatever the case was. Just. Yeah, um, it's pretty frustrating. My husband was pretty frustrated with the idea. Like, oh, yeah, she has a field trip tomorrow? Like, it makes us feel really on the outs right. when it comes to her kindergarten experience. And you guys have her... She's with us seven days yeah. a week. So her... So it, the judge, bless his heart, 
<laughs> I don't know what he was thinking, but you know, our uh, our judicial system can be tricky, mm-hmm. and judges and commissioners, you know, they're supposed to interpret the law, deliver it, and then they have their biases. For whatever reason, this judge felt the need to have her go to school there when she's not even allowed to spend the night. It makes mm-hmm. no, no sense. sense. But the end result is that... Especially so early in the school year. Like, mm-hmm. you, she could have easily transferred to a different school. Yeah. No The last issue. court date was two weeks into her kindergarten year. I mean, it was just... It's Yeah, it's it's not fun for, to do that to a kiddo. But it's still early on to where she could have mm-hmm. adjusted and we could be as in it and as involved. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, um, per the conversation my husband had with the teacher, she's, she's trying. She's trying to get on board with that. And I am hopeful because... I don't want her home lives to impact her school. Her, her, yeah, and her yeah. experience. Like, yeah. why wouldn't she go on the field trip with the other 15 kiddos? Right. You know? So, I don't know. Hopefully, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Mm. Sooner than later. Mm-hmm. But that's where we're at for now. Yeah. Well, should we wrap it up? Guess so. Yeah. I think we did a lot of unpacking. Yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of unpacking. <laughs> I did a lot of unpacking and, um, you know, I, as this, you know, story continues, I'm going to be more than happy to share the journey and yeah, hopefully we have a good ending, um, come January. Yeah. So if anyone has any questions about well, mm-hmm. anything about this, uh, episode, you can send us an email or find us on Instagram at, at radical stepmoms podcast. Yeah. Um, that's all for now. Yeah. That's it. All right. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Radical Stepmoms. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a like in the app and share our podcast with your fellow stepmamas. You can also follow us on our Instagram page at Radical Stepmoms Podcast. Or if you have any questions or ideas, we would love to hear from you. And you can email us at Radical Stepmoms Podcast at gmail.com.